We here at Stormdar Weather work hand-in-hand with the National Weather Service and other professional weather service agencies as a Weather Ready Nation ambassador. We are avid weather enthusiasts who have studied the likes of Mother Nature for over 30 years. The purpose of this podcast is to provide weather information, facts, and trivia in a manner that is entertaining and easily understood by everyone. Well, hello and welcome back to the Stormdar Weather Podcast. This is episode 219. I'm Rand. No, I'm Corey. And I'm Shara. I could, almost forgot my name. It's like, I'm... Um, ra- ra- who am I? Ra- uh, it's been a day. <laughs> Look was, at me. I sound like myself again. Yay! I'm not hacking anymore. Oh, that's right. You're not. Down to one Claritin a day. Awesome. After three weeks. Hallelujah. Awesome. Well, when we get to the, the pollen report, you're going to see some things have changed. So we're going to, that'll be very interesting. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've been doing okay. I haven't really sneezed too much, but. I still have like a little bit of a tickle every once in a while. Oh, I hate that. And it's just like, but it's not like the hacking cough that chokes me in. No, last year, my, my mother even texted. She goes, oh, poor Sheriff. I got, you were like hacking. <laughs> it was horrible. <laughs> Anyway, this uh, this this is episode 219. Like I said, the title of it is 11 Years. We're going to talk a lot more about that in the second half. Um, but uh, today is the 11th commemorative, uh, I hate saying anniversary, because you celebrate anniversaries. Uh, remembrance, remembrance. Remembrance. Yeah, of the devastating Joplin tornado. Today is the day. It and happened actually, on a Sunday. And today is Sunday. Oh, and today's oh, that's right, that's right. Because Karen and I went to her mother's house to clear out some stuff, and it's like we need to go, and we left, and then oh my, oh no, that was Saturday. That was Saturday. Then the next day it happened. That's uh, that's what it was. They had multiple warnings that whole week. Like oh, it was, it was, nuts. it was a bad week for them, and it was, it was. So, uh, Corey, you're still in the cave, right? Is the cave flooded? Nope. Not for Not now. Oh, a, really? Give it a couple of days, though. It's supposed it wasn't to... flooded all week. We thought it might flood, but yeah, we lucked out on that uh, that rainy weather. A lot of that rain kind of stayed to our north. I saw a sw- I saw that uh, picture you posted from the National Weather Service of the observed rainfall, and you could tell it went right to our north. The most heaviest rain did. Yeah, right along I forty four, which was which is weird. And if 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 you looked at you know people have watched our site. Uh, oh, puberty. Here we go. It's been a day. <laughs> no, I mean, because uh, I posted a graphic where the cold front actually was, but most of the rain at that time was well behind the front, which was, the front was past Branson, but the rain was, like you said, just right up by 44, yeah. which is what we, we call had it. some boomers over there at work on uh, yesterday. Saturday. Yesterday. Oh, yeah. It was loud for a long time. Well, we've had some. You know, we've had some hailers. I don't know what's we going have. on, but the past two or three severe events we've had, there have been these big hailers coming in, and which, which is weird. I mean, I think it's weird because I don't feel like we see hail that often, but we've already seen it three or four times. Exactly. This year. You know, but let's think about it. We haven't had any good hailers for the past two or three years, but when we have had hailers, 
they've been pretty good hailers, and we we got them often. So I don't know if there's like a cycle we go through or whatever, but Ooh. when when it hails, it hails. Oh yeah, often. Yes. When it doesn't, <laughs> you it, don't see it. For we a don't while. see it. Like the past three or four weeks, we yeah, every, yeah. every time we've had like pretty good sized hail too. Yeah, uh, yeah. And we some drove in the hail the other day. That was fun. Oh, yeah. I was oh, did you? Praying my brand new windshield held up. Like, no, no. Oh, my you mean taking him to work? Yeah. Or? Oh, really? That was fun. It didn't last long, goodness. Which you. day? I mean, there's been several. <laughs> I mean, they're just That's, like coming. It was Saturday. No, oh, no, no. This was fun. earlier in the week. This was yeah. earlier in the week. Yeah. That was earlier. I don't. I don't, I don't remember which day it rained. Uh, uh, but see, that, it that's only what rained I'm saying. in the morning, and then it got hot. Like sun came out, and it got hot the rest right. of the day. Well, well, see, that's the weird pattern we're in. It, it like a couple of days of rain, and then the sun will come out, and then a couple more days. It's like I, I, I'm losing track of of you know when did it storm. So I'm gonna have yeah. to go back in our our storm to our page and say, okay, when did I post this? It, <laughs> I did that a couple times. It would have been Thursday. Okay. Because Jillian had something like outdoors every day at her school this week. And gotcha. I remember Thursday she did not have anything outdoors. And I was like, oh, it's a good thing they didn't have that today because it was raining. Yeah, because something happened Wednesday. You were off Wednesday? You're off Wednesday, nope. right? No, no, he worked you, Wednesday. You worked Wednesday. One of those days I went live three times. <clears throat> three times. Because I, I'm not sure why, but I mean, the, what, there were severe thunderstorms coming up. Wasn't that last Saturday? Yeah. Last Sunday? No, no, it was. It was like uh, it was like Wednesday, because he we was at work. I had to cover everything. That's when I was texting you saying, "Do you know how to change?" <laughs> because I had an I, afternoon we show. We talked about this on the last podcast. Well, that was the week before. This has happened since the last podcast. I'm serious. You went live another three, day, yes. three times in a day. Yes. Okay. So <laughs> say the last podcast we talked about you going live three times. I did it again. On Sunday. Or I did something. Well, no, we had Because I went to Silver Dollar City last Sunday, but, and that was okay. when we got all the well, storms. See, this is my point. It's like, it's happening It's all running so together. Often. It's all running together. I don't know, because we, we were talk, wanting to talk about, uh, what was it, that my big two two and quarter inch hailstone? Yeah. And like, we had talked about that before. <laughs> I mean, the Andover, to, I don't know. It's just... Uh, it's all running together. It is all... Yeah. So, and I'm very curious. I mean, a little teaser. We're going to... In, in a little bit, we're going to get to the model minute and because there's more stuff coming. But it's cooler. It got cold today. It's cold. What's up with that? It felt great. No, it didn't. It was cold. Well, I mean... It's, it's summer. Eh, well, I know, but we were like at 80, upper 80s, and then now it's back down to like... 50s. 50s or something, yeah. And it was on a Sunday, of course, so... Right. I'm trying to find warmish dresses for me and my daughter to wear that don't look like we're in the dead of winter <laughs> yeah i know i know I'm and like, then what's up with this cold? and then cory has got it made because he's like in what 60 degree weather all the time all down the, time. the cave well let me tell you okay i go in the cave the past few weeks it's been almost you know 90 or above right outside outside 60 in the cave so i go in there and if the air is warmer on the outside i open the cave door and the air rushes in because of oh, the temperature yeah. change okay well at christmas time it's in reverse because the the cave the is warmer it's colder than, yeah today there is absolutely no movement at all of the air because the air temperature outside was the same as the air temperature in the oh, cave oh that's right cuz like the low 60s that's right. right so you open it up then nothing happens nothing happened 
Oh, me and Griffin cool. went out and to today our city was, last Oh, Wednesday. I'm not done yet. Yeah. <laughs> today was the only day all year. Gonna, you're going to actually talk on this podcast? <laughs> today was the only day the past three weeks that there was absolutely no fog in the cave. You mean there's fog in the cave? Oh, oh yeah. Do you we not never, remember cave fog? We've never talked about this on the podcast. Oh, the, wait Randy. Please expound. Okay. Well, Come on. There's a tip, the, tip, the temperature difference. Right. <laughs> And there's humidity in there, and there's the very first opening room. It's like a cool mist that rises. There was absolutely none today because there's no temperatures ever from inside to outside. You don't remember last summer when Logan was here? The podcast that went completely oh, I about, off the road. I talked about fog a little bit on that. Cave fog okay. was what set us off. <laughs> oh. Remember? Yeah. And I, you're like, oh, it's a foggy cave, cave. fog. <laughs> I was, you gotta go come in my you gotta, you gotta go in my cave and just come see it someday. I was too. It's, it's a weather phenomenon. We went way yeah. into cave fog and but, lost our minds. Yeah, that I, I I was trying to figure out how to get us back on the rails and it just didn't well, happen. And Logan, and Logan was the problem. Lap, <laughs> I kept losing it every time I looked at it. He was like crying. Okay, so you did mention cave fog. I just didn't. I haven't figured it out. Oh my God! Remember the? Let me tell you something. <laughs> yeah. Oh no! I it's all coming back to me now. But but again, I'm thinking, how am I going to edit this? So what you know is like, it just anyway. It was blah mess. blah 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 blah. Tomorrow is going to be about the same. So you're probably not going to have any movement down there tomorrow. tomorrow I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know. I'll be in Oklahoma tomorrow. Oh, that's right. You're off. Yeah. So you're off Monday, tu- Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday. Just Monday, Tuesday. Monday and Tuesday now. Your schedule, your schedule's like mine. Nobody so, changes. It, it's never going to be this. I mean, it won't be the same days now since they'll be open seven days a week. Yeah. Soon. Oh, that's right. Because we're getting to Memorial Day. It's summer. I mean, yeah. school's out in Branson. Schools are all out. Oh, all out. It's just you know we're here. We're, I know it's, Forsyth it, has it to go another like week. Fall, but it's summer. It, Forsyth well, and Hollister week, yeah. both have to go another. They they go all this week. Wait a minute. For, Forsyth and Hollister have to go another week. Why they Hollister? go this week. It's Hollister too. That's just Maya the, out. the baby. Wow. The baby that I babysit, her has older brothers in Hollister, and they're still in her school does. all this week. Oh well, I was going to huh. go play disc golf at the Hollister thing, but we don't like to play when there's school there. They'll still be in school this week. Oh, okay, Phil. I know you're not not listening to this, but uh, I'll text you later. We can't go to Hollister. I mean, we could, but you know, if you're throwing disc, and then because you, a couple of the tee boxes are next to the building, and the students are out there looking, it's like I don't want to. Eh, you finish can't, your school. Can't tee under pressure. Well, we could. No, I can't. But it's like I just I don't want to distract them. See, I'm trying to be. He's afraid they're going to put them on TikTok. That may happen. <laughs> Old guy trying to play disc golf. That may school. happen. Who knows? <laughs> oh, I love it. Hey, did you see? Uh, I wanted. I want also want to talk about this uh, MCV. Now I'm, I'm looking at Corey, but he's been in the cave. Did you happen to see the MCV? I did. Yeah, yeah, I did. Sherry, do you have any idea what an MCV is? No, a motocross <sighs> vehicle. That's close. <laughs> no, it's called a mezzo. Convective mesoscale convective vortex, and if you look at it on radar, it looks like a hurricane. It's just this low. It's a low pressure system, but it's just sitting there spinning. It's cut off from the main flow, and it just sits there and spins. And it's really fascinating. But it's a large area. It's not a circulation. Oh, yeah. However, that same area spawned some rotation in Jasper County. That storm did. Remember that? We were watching that. Yeah, it that was really interesting. It was, and uh, 
I think maybe there was eventually on to our east some tornado warnings issued out of that. But uh, well, I mean, they were talking about. I, I think okay. Remind, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that's when it was raging in Kansas, and then overnight it was calming down. But then the next day it was going to ramp back up. Yeah. Was was that's that it? Well, that's usually what it's been doing this whole time. It's, yeah, it's so confusing. It is so. Confusing. There was a tornado confirmed on the ground. They actually rated it an EF one. There's two of them. I think they're both in Phelps County. Mm-hmm. And I saw the uh, report on that, 90-mile-per-hour winds on both Oh, Phelps, uh, up in central Missouri. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's okay. where Rolla is. Mm-hmm. It wasn't in Rolla, but it was in Phelps County. I think it was that same day. Boy, they got hammered. I had people in St. Louis. I have a lot of friends in St. Louis, actually. <laughs> My text stream was like, hey, you know, <laughs> what's, what's going, going on? And I looked, I looked at one point, there were three tornado warnings for the St. Louis area. Well, see, we get, at the same what time. day was that? Uh, a few we days ago, I have to look. We lost track. Well, we get reports from. I'd find out. We have spies. You know, we we spy on <laughs> other theme parks and. Oh yeah, yeah. From what I understand, Six Flags St. Louis. Yeah, or yeah, yesterday. Just Thursday. That's what it was. Shut their doors for the weather. They didn't know even. Oh, open. they just closed. Yeah, a lot of rain, I guess, and all that. Yeah. We don't close for rain. Well, we no. don't close but for if storms. there was a threat of like tornadoes and severe weather all day, I, you yeah, know, I, I, yeah, I don't know. We, I wonder what would happen I mean, if we had a, were in a high like risk. Like I said, area if there was exactly. truly a risk of storms, even just with hail and lightning all day, it's just not. It's well, too hard to get those people to safety, and it right. would just be better to close. But no, no, I, I understand. See, I understand both things because you know, I've, I've. Not worked at the city because I worked. I worked at the showboat for years, but that's connected to that's all Hershens and stuff. But they rarely close, right? And and I get that. But and like I said, it would be like a high risk day. It would be like this is a definite. We're going to okay. get stuff all day. It would not be safe for people. We have to be so outdoors. many people, so many people that follow I have us. Kept it's my crazy. Kids home from school, which is smart. on high risk days. Yeah, but it's been so long since we've had one. It's been a here. long time. Yeah, but. It was back when Grand Grayson were smaller. I don't think Seems I've ever like had to do it with the last one we did have three. ended up being a bust, too. I know. Years ago. And but if it's, it? if it's said to happen during the school day, I keep them home. I would just rather have them home with me, and I know where they're at. I don't yeah, blame you. We just like to die together. Well, you know. If we're going to die. We're all going to go down together. A family that sticks together yeah. dies. No, 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 no. We're not, that's, too, that's too dark. <laughs> Oh God, we're gonna go off off the off the rails here. Um, anyway, the other thing I wanted to to talk about that happened, I think it was just like yesterday or whatever. That that cold front that went through, okay, that spawned all that severe weather, is humongously long. There was severe thunderstorm watches from Maine. All the way down to the Rio Grande, which is Mexico and Texas. There was one, this was the most elongated, huge cold front I've ever seen, Corey. It was, is that what spawned that big, long, uh, slight risk going across the whole exactly. entire nation? Exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, there was severe thunderstorm. You could look at it going from Texas to Maine. That's Wild. It must have been Thursday that you went live three times again. Because that was the day Maybe. I texted you because I needed to go to Walmart. And there was weather happening. Yes. And you yes. said there was hail and stuff. And I'm like, I need to run to the store. Am I okay to go? Yes. I remember. Yeah. Every time it storms, you both always just need to go to Walmart all the time. Every time. 
I actually I mean, rarely, I, 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 I rarely I go, go to, to Walmart. I should have. I can't go to Walmart now. <laughs> I can't. No, I actually rarely go to Walmart. But we, oh, no, we were completely do. out of food, and I couldn't yeah. wait to place an order for it to be delivered. Like we needed food now. Oh, I see. That's the easy thing. I, I mean, not even Walmart. Just go to a grocery store. Go to Country Mart. Go to. Well, we were out of Walmart items. Uh, like we were out uh, of oh. dish soap. We were out of shampoo. Right. We were out of toothpaste. Like we were out of everything. Oh, you needed a run. Yeah, <laughs> and I don't buy those things from the grocery store because they're double the price. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what my mother does. We have. I think I told you we have this grocery list, and she'll enter stuff, and it, we're connected. Right. So I have her list and my list. Like, oh, okay. So before I go see her, I just go to Walmart and get a whole, a whole bunch of stuff. But what happens is the Walmart here usually has about two-thirds of what I need. So when I go to Springfield, it's like, let's hop in the car and go to Walmart and get the rest of the stuff. It's like, like when we do an online when we are both connected to the same. So like mm-hmm, we can both mm-hmm. get online and be adding stuff to the cart throughout the week. But as that's we think through of Walmart, it. right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And then we just click when we're done and have it delivered. Wow. See, a lot of people do that. Why not? Well, they drop it at your door. And it doesn't cost any extra. No. Well, we pay a, like. If you just do Walmart it. Walmart Plus is like 98 bucks $98 a year. $98 a year. And you can have but as many have deliveries as you want. So just like two-day shipping. Less than 10 bucks a month. Yeah. And you can have it as many times as you want. Yeah. It's kind of worth it. Now, to do the pickup, <laughs> that one's completely free. The Walmart pickup. Oh, yeah, you just do it. You place your order and you go go pick it up. That one's completely free. I need to, like, consider this for my mother. I mean, I don't mind shopping for her because I get to see her. You know, I can go stuff and and I can deliver. Sometimes I don't mind going to the store. Sometimes I'm just in the mood to get out of the house and go. Like if I need a shirt. (laughs) Especially, exactly. (laughs) Especially if I have no children with me. Right, yeah, you can just go somewhere. But sometimes my kids actually want to go. Like, I'll be like, I need to run to Walmart. And my older, I'll stay home. No, my older two, they're like, we want to go to Walmart. Oh. Especially my 20-year-old. That always means they want something. No, the 20-year-old, he'll be like, I want to go to the store, too. Wait, is that Grayson? Yeah. I thought he was 18. No, he's 20. Oh, dear He's in Lord. his third year of college. Where does the day go? But anyway, I mean, I'm like, okay. Like, I, I jump at the chance to spend time with my older kids because I don't get to see them very often. So I'm like, okay, cool. Let's... Go to Walmart. Yay. Yeah. I mean, hey, you take what you can get when your kids don't want to spend time with you. Well, yeah, I know. Well, see, that's the way kids work, though. You know, they get to a certain age, you're like, you know, I, I think it's cool that it your kids still me. like you. It shocks me the times that he will say, <laughs> like, I'll kind of ask him just to be like, you know, hey, I'm going here. You want to go? He'll be like, yeah, I want to go. Yeah. Like, OK, you cool. know, and like there's been a couple of times that during the day I want to take Griffin to Silver Dollar City and. You know, I'm like, hey, we're going to run out to Silver Dollar City for a couple hours. He'll be like, I'll go. I think that's awesome. I'm like, great. One more hand to help carry the stroller. I'll tell you what. Hurry. We were packed today. We. Oh, I bet. Because it rained all day yesterday. Yeah. That's why. And it's nice and cool today. Plus, schools are letting out. Oh, right. So people actually, you know, we were busy yesterday, people who didn't read the weather forecast. Mm hmm. And then today we were busy but then they with probably people who all got didn't rain read checks. the weather forecast yesterday. They probably yeah. all got rain checks and came back today. Yeah. Well, and tomorrow's probably going to be packed, Dead too. Because they're I closed. I don't think so. Oh, you're closed tomorrow. <laughs> Monday and Tuesday, they're closed. This week. Oh, I thought 
Corey just didn't work those two. No, uh, they're closed. I don't know. Until anyway. Wednesday, we go seven days a week. Then you the go seven days. All right. But you don't have to work seven days. Who knows? Who knows? Oh, my God. Are you about ready for your next segment here? I have a segment. Uh, okay. So I'll talk a little bit, and then you get your segment there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're getting ready to go. I mean, the, the, the forecast just keeps saying, like I said before, we're gonna, we'll dry it for a couple of days and get some more rain, dry it for a couple of days, get some more rain, whatever. So I'm. Well, that's exactly what the models say. Too. Well, then we need to officially get to your next segment. Model Minute. Model Minute. What do they say? It's the Model Minute. So, Corey. What's going on? They say rain. When? Yeah. All the time. Moving in. <laughs> Every day. Lately. And moving in Monday <laughs> it's evening. It's going to rain. Tuesday, definitely. I don't see anything severe, really, on Tuesday. Just rain. All rain, right. Just, you know, I hate general that stuff. we're going to Miami, and the kids, like, we go to my mom's farm. Yeah. And it's going to be chilly and rainy. They won't even get to play outside. Oh, they'll live. But tomorrow? Tomorrow's going to be fine. He's talking about Monday Yeah, but it's going to be night, chilly. Right? Well, it's just perfect weather. Anyway, go ahead. Yes. Oh, oh in Oklahoma, the, the rain starts a little earlier. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. It starts in the south. It okay, there north. you go. All right. But, uh, yeah, like, Tuesday's the big rainy day. We got some strong pockets of activity moving through. It's pretty active all week, actually. You know, we got chances of rain all week long. Uh, and then another... Next week, it looks pretty large so far. On next Tuesday, a week from Tuesday, which is the last day of the month, looks pretty interesting. Possibly severe. We'll see. Oh, God. I mean, the little I looked at was like the weekend was going to warm up. It, yeah, it's going to be hot again. It's like, we're going to, yeah, we're going to go a, back it, from. It's a roller coaster. It really is a roller coaster lately. And it's never normal. It's either warmer or colder. I, <laughs> right. It's never. Where it's supposed to be. Yeah, average is like 78. We're not there. Well, no. I, <laughs> it's like our pool is supposed to open soon, so I assume Ooh. it's going to get cold that week, and we won't actually be able to well, use the pool. At least it didn't pool. open this weekend, you know? Well, here, Corey, uh, give us a little bit more specifics on when you think the rain's going to end. I'm going to look at the normals. You want me to... I mean, our it's, rain edge yeah. looks like it could start as early as, well, Tuesday morning, maybe. It'll be in our vicinity all night, Monday night, but it's going to be out to our west. It won't move into our neck of the woods till Tuesday morning, noonish, right around there. Oh, okay. Uh, then it kind of lasts for quite Tuesday. a while through Wednesday, Wednesday morning at least, and it pushes out. And then we got more scattered activity uh, that, that evening, Wednesday night, pushes <laughs> on to the northeast. It just doesn't want to go away. Yeah. And then, then dry. Through Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. That's what I'm looking for. Yeah. And we'll, warm will dry out. Yeah. Maybe that cave will unflood. Monday dry, but Tuesday, <laughs> Tuesday we have more up. activity moving in. Pretty strong activity Tuesday. That's something to look at because... Oh, really? Yeah, I mean... Do you want to put it into the something to watch category? Or no, just... because it's still over a week away. Uh, okay, so it's like I can And the timing is off. According to the models, it's not. It's seven a.m. has the strongest, strongest storms over us at seven a.m. But this is, you know, way too far away. So that's something we'll tackle next week. And then after that Tuesday, which is yeah, all uh, the models show just northern Missouri getting pounded by heavy rain, and then it kind of moves out. So uh, nothing much more on the GFS 
that's notable after that. Okay. So we're going to get some dry period? I mean, some dry period? We, yeah. I mean, but it, you know, it's still spring, kind of, right? Is it? Well, we're going to be moving into uh, meteorological summer next week. <gasps> what? What usually are you when saying? That happens, usually when that happens, all that severe weather shifts to the north, but it's been all over all the north already. Uh, it's, it's been here and then it's north yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. back here. I don't get it. I yeah, I yeah, I don't know. It's just getting crazy. But it's it's good to know that this weekend is going to be because this it's Memorial looks, Day. Looks nice. It's warm actually. Yeah, uh, I mean it's good to get out, picnics and, and people getting out and doing they, stuff. They like that. remember things. What? It's Memorial Day. Hey. That's what you do. Oh, they remember. <laughs> remember? Oh, wait a minute. Uh, wait. How to cook, <laughs> how to grill a burger. At the lake. Oh, okay. Go to Silver Dollar City. That's what it. Is. Yeah, I think you do, do need to go to Silver. Silver Dollar. Silver. It's been a day. Okay. Hey, we're open late till ten o'clock. Oh. Memorial our, Day. We're gonna do our lantern tour at eight thirty at Memorial night. Day. No, on Saturday and Sunday. Oh. Oh, okay. Memorial Day, just a normal day. Because he works till ten. I guess yeah. it will just be me and you next yeah. week. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's gonna be. Yeah, well, you know, until he gets going, and we'll we'll get that. So, anyway, it's Memorial Day next week. I was wondering if we're going to have a pod, but if you have to work, then we might as well just do one. <laughs> you know, might as well. Okay, uh, let's get to the next segment. <laughs> it's time for the pollen report, and uh, we got some different predominant pollens this week. Grasses, hickory, and mulberry. Now, mulberry's been out, but grasses... It's all around. What? The mulberry bush. Oh, oh. my gosh. <laughs> oh. 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 Boy, that's what it's, it's spreading. It's, <laughs> they're everywhere. <laughs> well, at least it's not the maypole. So the we- pop goes the weasel. <laughs> I don't have a pop goes the weasel drop, so is it. <laughs> anyway... <clears throat> Grasses actually kind of make sense because everybody's mowing. It's been raining. Grasses, my grass has been grass growing. Grass is growing. There's a weird thing going on around town. What's that? It's all over. 248, all the grocery stores, Hobby Lobby. Uh, what? I want you to go take a drive. Uh, I'm afraid to ask. Okay. I'm curious. And I've noticed this all around town. Yeah. The grass is knee to thigh high at some of the businesses around town. It is. I've noticed that. There's it's a like mower shortage high. in this town right now. I'm just saying. Randy knows this I firsthand. Know this. Seven companies I called, and finally what is the up one with that. Our mowers are the same, and they've been working and keeping our lawn. Well, you live yeah. in, you live in like a complex, but though. I'm saying they're a business, and my gosh. <laughs> It, uh, yeah, don't get me started. <laughs> but no, you're exactly Even right. Walmart had high grass. I told you. I went to Walmart today. You think like, Walmart would have yeah. their own employees mow the grass? Well, right? I don't think it's on Walmart territory. I mean, it was on the side Corey there. Corey mowed it? The, lo- the Walmart lawn when he worked there. Yeah, I had a good time. You worked in at Walmart? Miami, in Miami. When, when I was, he was in college. college. Oh. Walmart's Briefly. a good college job. Yeah. I worked with my grandpa, who was the... The uh, manager automotive. of the hardware department. Oh, I thought he was automotive. Manager. Oh, how cool is that? Yeah. Anyway, back to pollen. Uh, <laughs> uh, it, it's going to be weird this week. Like Corey just said in the model minute, we're going to get a lot of rain coming in. So tomorrow, which is Monday, 
the pollens are going to be medium high at around a nine. Again, a 12 is the top, so they kind of gauge it. But Tuesday and Wednesday, it's going to be low around a three. So... Tuesday uh, and it's gonna Wednesday. It's going to be rainy. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's why. Because it's coming in Monday night for Tuesday and Wednesday. And then Thursday, mm-hmm. it still says low, about 4.8. It's still in the low cap. Five is like medium high, but which I think is really, really cool. Um, so, I mean, you're down to one, Claritin. I'm kind of weaning off of it. I mean... And I, I'm just peachy. You're, Corey's just peachy over there. I feel like Grant <laughs> needs to start his own mowing business. Like, that's the lucrative business right now. He and Grayson would make well, a... Grayson's getting ready to go off to college. Well, he'll be home all the summer, though. No, in summer, he yeah, would make a Yeah, the two of them together, they could start My their own... God. They need to invest in a mower. All they need to do is buy a mower. I'm serious. If they buy a mower, even if it's a push mower for $200, I mean, they will pay for that mower. thing in like in two jobs. Yeah, I mean, we have a push mower, but like they should invest in a riding lawnmower and a good edger and weed eater. Weed, yeah, and a weed eater. And those are cheap. Now, you have $39. You which can get a weed eater. Which we probably have in storage. Which you probably do. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my and God. And they could make things. it back in a week. There you go. Oh, my God. Yeah, so pollens, and that'll contribute to the grasses, which is going up. Yeah, I'm, 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 what I'm afraid of is mold after, you know, because yeah. we talked about mold possibly because it's going to rain and get... And then get sunny, and then the mold's going to form, and it's going to rain again. So it's going to be crazy. Okay, so we haven't had this in a while, and it's a little early, but I need to bring this one back for a second. Tropical. 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 It's tropical. Did you see that, Corey? It's not early. Well, Atlantic, it's early. Not really. Well, I know, but really. But, okay, this is going to be a nothing burger, but... It's out there. An area of low pressure in North Central Gulf, about 150 miles south of Pensacola, Florida. Oh, you must be talking about Invest 90L. I think that's it. It is it. That's the name of a hurricane or no, a tropical storm? No, 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 no. It, it's an oh. There's something you're watching. And oh, I forget okay. what the, uh, I was like, what? the L is. Oh, I used we, to We had help. it on the podcast Shoot. one time. Shoot. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to have oh, to bring. Well. Okay, I'm going to make a note. I, I did, because there's L, and there's there's these letters, yeah, and yeah, I yeah. knew that at some point. I did, too. Okay, I'm going to put that on there. Anyway, Invest L. Well, see, I don't see that where I look. I just see, like, uh-huh. a yellow X, which is basically, it's like a 10%. There's just something there, but it's not going to amount to anything. It's a bunch of showers and thunderstorms right now. It's just a reminder of what will be happening. Things are starting to percolate. It's on its way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, nothing in the Pacific yet. Right now, winds are moving at 25 miles per hour in the invest. Okay. With uh, the pressure. So you got more info than I do. It's not doing much. It's uh, 1,018 millibars. Okay. It's still really not. It's not really moving at all. Mm. So. But, you know, it's something to watch. I mean, it's early. It's early. Yeah. I mean, again, in the the five day forecast of this becoming something is 10%. And I. I wouldn't even give it ten percent, really. I mean, it's it's we're not there now. You looked at uh, Gulf temperatures, ocean temperature. Ocean. I did a while back. They're heating up. Yeah, they are for sure. So we're getting there. And next week is going to be meteorological summer plus start of Atlantic hurricane season. So yeah. we're going to get to day. that. We'll do we'll do that uh, hurricanes next week. Hey, uh, what? I ran across a interesting tidbit. Of information. We like tidbits, yes. I always run into interesting bits of information 
the night I get home from recording a podcast. I've had. I know you do. I've been sitting on this one. uh, (laughs) Let me see if I can uh, find it because I sometimes I save it in my phone pictures and sometimes I save it in my favorites. Do you know what a rapidly intensifying storm is? We're talking tropical storms. I'm going to guess it's a storm that rapidly intensifies. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Do you know what classifies it as a rapidly intensifying storm? What classifies it? No. What what makes it become a rapidly, I mean. How fast does it have to be moving or blowing up? How fast does the wind speed have to increase? I have no idea. It has to increase. 35 miles per hour in uh-huh. 24 hours or less. I didn't know that. that. Look at you looking at me like I should know that. that you know this. classifies anyway. it as a rapidly intensifying tropical storm. <laughs> in 2021, do you know how many rapidly intensifying tropical systems we had? 15. Five. Oh. Elsa, Grace, <laughs> Ida, Larry, and Sam. Know. Sam. I remember Sam. And sometimes we... we uh, we say different terms for rapidly intensifying, yes. like which you know, like thombogenesis. Okay, whatever. <laughs> oh, you came up with that all by yourself. All by myself. Oh my gosh! With the help of me going. There is well, not, I wasn't even going to. I wasn't here. even going to go to bombogenesis, but we had to get Sherry to say something. I know. No, that, that's your word. That's what you no always cue say. cards at all. That's my only word I know. When we talk about tropics, I still don't know what it is. If we talk but about I just know anytime they're and look both, at you, that's when we see. You, you say should be okay. here, like, because they both stare me down. <laughs> we do and put me on the spot, and I'm like, uh, and bombogenesis, you, and you deliver. Okay, anyway, Corey, go on. <laughs> only word I know. Uh, that's all I had for that. <laughs> oh my gosh, we're going. Well, are we going off the rails? Well, no. I think we were. I went off the rails before the podcast started. So, uh, okay, uh, little tidbit right before we get to the weather school. Uh, the average high for today for spring. <clears throat> there's puberty coming back. <clears throat> average high for today for Springfield is 78 degrees. The 27th of May, the average high would be 80 degrees. And take the both of those and add a degree or two for Branson, probably a degree. So we're getting close to 80. So when we're doing, you know, day high, uh, daily high temperatures, 68, we're way up, you know, under. And right. we get to daily highs of like 89, we're way over. So we're just doing that. It's never normal. It really is not. <laughs> it's really not. Okay, it's time to get to the uh, weather school. The weather school this week is all about the Climate Prediction Center. We're going to be looking uh, to that branch quite a bit here in the next little bit because we got the summer coming. So uh, there's tons of information on that. So let's get to the weather school. If there's something about the weather that you want to know, Stormed our Weather School. The Climate Prediction Center outlook is for a warmer-than-average winter. I guess we won't see any snow. Or will we?
The Climate Prediction Center, or CPC, is a United States federal agency that is one of the national centers for environmental prediction, which are a part of the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration's National Weather Service. The CPC is headquartered in College Park, Maryland. Its roots trace back to the late 18th century, with the United States Army Signal Corps taking over responsibility of the climate program in the late 19th century. Once it became part of the United States Weather Bureau, it was known as the Weather Bureau Climate and Crop Services. From 1957 through 1966, the United States Weather Bureau's Office of Climatology, located in Washington, D.C., and then Suitland, Maryland, published the Mariner's Weather Log publication. Late in the 20th century, it was known as the Climate Analysis Center for a time before evolving into the Climate Prediction Center in 1995. The CPC issues climate forecasts valid for weeks and months in advance. The roots of modern climate prediction can be traced to the late 18th century. One of the nation's first applied climatologists was Thomas Jefferson, the third president of the United States. A century later, the federal government assigned to the Army Signal Corps the mission to define the climate of the regions of the country being opened for farming. In 1890, the United States Department of Agriculture created the Weather Bureau Climate and Crops Services, which began publishing the Weather and Crops Weekly Bulletin, which the CPC, in conjunction with the USDA, still publishes today. The records of the Climate Division span from 1883 to 1961. For a time during the 1960s, the Weather Bureau's Office of Climatology was located in Suitland, Maryland. In 1970, various federal weather and climate functions were consolidated into the National Weather Service and placed in a new agency called the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, or NOAA. In the 1980s, the National Weather Service established the Climate Prediction Center, known at the time as the Climate Analysis Center. The CPC is best known for its United States climate forecasts based on El Nino and La Nina conditions in the tropical Pacific. The CPC's products are operational predictions of climate variability, real-time monitoring of global climate, and attribution of the origins of major climate anomalies. The products cover timescales from a week to seasons and cover the land, ocean, and the atmosphere extending into the stratosphere. These climate services are available for users in the government, the public and private industry, both in this country and abroad. Applications include the mitigation of weather-related natural disasters and uses for social and economic good in agriculture, energy, transportation, water resources, and health. Continual product improvements are supported through diagnostic research, increasing the use of models and interactions with user groups. 
Some specific products include the three-month temperature and precipitation outlooks and discussions, the one-month temperature and precipitation outlooks and discussions, the six to 10-day and eight to 14-day products, which include temperature and precipitation anomaly, excessive heat outlook, and maximum heat index prediction. They also have a three-month probability of exceedance in temperature, precipitation, heating, and cooling degree days. They also cover the hurricane season outlook for the Atlantic and Pacific basins, along with the U.S. drought outlooks and discussions. They even provide international support for weekly hazards in Afghan, Africa, Central America, and Haiti. The CPC is linked to the National Climate Data Center, which was previously known as the National Weather Records Center in Asheville, North Carolina, and was the world's largest active archive of weather data. Starting as a tabulation unit in New Orleans, Louisiana, in 1934, the climate records were transferred to Asheville in 1951, becoming named the National Weather Records Center. It was later renamed the National Climate Data Center, with relocation occurring in 1993. In 2015, it was merged with the National Geophysical Data Center and the National Oceanic Data Center into the National Centers for Environmental Information. NOAA issues a yearly report called the State of the Climate. The report appears as a supplement to a summer issue of the Bulletin of the American Meteorological Society, which is a publication of the American Meteorological Society. The State of the Climate Report, known until 2001 as the Climate Assessment, is an international effort. The State of the Climate Report for 2017 was recorded as the third warmest year on record. 2017 was the warmest non-El Nino year in the instrumental record. There are three categories the CPC uses to forecast temperature and precipitation. Above, below, and equal chances. The above and below categories are divided into three subcategories, which are slightly, moderately, and well above. The CPC's outlooks can be misunderstood. What you need to know is that their products are based on large-scale averages for the forecast time period. For example, an above-average temperature prediction for January only means that the average temperature for the month is forecasted to be above the monthly average. There will be cold blasts and warming periods throughout the month, but the average is expected to be above normal. One can assume that since the overall average temperature forecast is predicted to be above average, that the likelihood of snow would be reduced. However, a quick-hitting major Arctic blast meeting up with a high precipitation system could indeed dump a lot of snow in your area. If you have a question about the weather you'd like us to answer, then send us an email at stormdarweather at gmail.com and in the subject line, put weather question. 
Well, that does it for this edition of Stormed Our Weather School. And the Climate Prediction Center, as you know by now, has a bunch of forecasting tools to predict the summer, the fall, and 2079. I don't know. Well, maybe not that far. Maybe not that far. Yeah. The old okay. Farmer's Almanac. Almanac has been predicting the climate for hundreds of years. You know, they, you know, and what's scary is they're kind they're, of good. It's weird, isn't it? they're, saying, they're pretty on track. It's weird how that works. It is. I mean, it, farmers it, know. They do. Somehow. They do. And it's really strange. They do. And, you know, to, to know, okay, when is this last for us? Well, what did it do last year? What's going right. on? I think it's great. They have their own record keeping. You know, they know. They should put all that information to an almanac. <gasps> Ooh. What? Yeah. Well, not to be confused. Like a farmer's almanac? Yeah. No, 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 no. Oh, no? The old farmer's almanac. Oh. The farmer's almanac stole their name, and it's just like a totally different There's thing. a to difference. Although they, they copy the old farmer's almanac. There yeah. is a difference. So I would look at the old. I'm serious. The old farmer. I actually heard a story today about a chicken farmer who like literally was poverty stricken, had nothing acquired one chicken and decided to start selling its eggs on the side of the road until he made enough money to buy another chicken. Oh, my gosh. And so on and so really? forth. And then a company named Tyson <gasps> moved into town. Oh. And he went and applied for a job, had no education. Like, I don't think he finished high school, had no college education. Wow. And is like a CEO of one of the... Tyson because he was chicken. That, he that's knew wild. the because he understood the behaviors of the chickens. He learned the behaviors and knew the chickens and because animals just, know weather. Right. Animals do know weather. Farmers the, are smart. They really People are. People don't realize like just cuz they don't all have college degrees like Well, I mean when I look at, you know, cows, especially at C of O here in Hollister, it's like you know, the, you know, this big storm is coming. All the cows go under oh. a tree. It's like, don't go under a tree because the lightning could strike it and you all could be roast beef. Livestock, though, they can tell you when storms are coming. Well, I learned that as a kid. When the livestock is running around in the field, something's coming. Like horses and cows and everything. Mm -hmm. They well, all start running around and just buddy, running in circles. My buddy Aaron, who lives in Ava. I don't think he listens to this podcast. But if you do, hey, shout out to Aaron, man. Uh, he's my fishing buddy. When you get a low-pressure system moving in, it's a great time to go fishing because the fish go to the top. Mm -hmm. And you can, like, that's... And I've heard many, many fishermen say that a storm is coming. Go fishing. That's when you go fishing. High pressure. Yeah. Just to, have you heard that? No. Uh, seriously. No, I have heard that for years. Yeah, because... And I the only thing I can think of... Okay, this is going to be weird and out there or whatever... Okay, so the air pressure on the water, when the air pressure lifts, then there's not as much pressure on the water and the fish can come up. I don't know. But what makes them more hungry? It makes them more, it does make them more active. I don't I was know. I say, you put bait Maybe there they're, and they're uh, going to bite. Expand, yeah, they're, 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 they have, they're going through more motions in the ocean or the, the water. They're working harder. Yeah. So they're they working harder so they get hungrier. Yeah, who knows. You know what I think? I think you need to talk to Lamar. We need to have Lamar here. I haven't seen him in a really? while. Oh, yeah. well, message him. We need to get a fishing. We need to get all these experts on here. So, Okay, we're going off the rails. Let's get to the next segment, which is in other news. And uh, I want to... 
we, we really need to recognize this day. The title of this podcast is 11 Years, and the 11 years means today, 11 years ago, was the infamous, devastating Joplin tornado. And uh, there's lots of... Uh, I, I, I was telling Sharon Corey before, it's like it's not an anniversary because you celebrate anniversaries, so it's remembrance mm-hmm. on that. Um, devastating. That was, I mean, we. Uh, devastating, I, like as we were watching it because that's where we were from and that's where oh, yeah. Corey worked for the news station and that's who we chased tornadoes for. So, I mean, it was it was hard for us to sit and watch it live on TV because yes. we knew that those were our friends and family that this was happening to. Yeah. Um, but we even noticed a couple of weeks later, we went to Joplin for something and just the whole atmosphere, the morale, like people just seemed like, I don't, I mean, they just seemed beat down. Like they were just like, we went into a store and like nobody was talking there was kind of like, like shock in a way. Yes, or, like yeah, everyone okay. was in shock of what had got, had happened. Mm-hmm. And it was just a weird, eerie feeling just being in that town. But if you go there now, just 11 years later, it's amazing. Everything has been rebuilt. Oh my gosh, they rebuilt so Tons much of better. How trees are starting to finally, because all that finally. area oh was kind of bare looking, but all the trees are growing again. Yes. it's It's beautiful. It's amazing. That they are thriving, and back to the good old. Well, job. The, the most impactful thing. Okay, uh, let me back up. I don't, I don't want to spend a lot of time on this because I, we're going to promote our interviews. But um, the, my my sister in law lives in Joplin, so she went through all this. The most impactful thing she said to me about this entire thing is she because she's lived there all of her life. She said you can stand where like a very common place mm-hmm. like. It, and you look around and you don't know where you are because there are zero markers. And you've lived here for 60, that 70 day, years. Yeah, family that, that were trying to drive to yeah. find their family, they it's didn't like, know where they were. Because there's no street Trees signs. Trees were gone, buildings were gone, street signs were gone. There was you, no markers to know where they were. Know, yeah, and, and, and I got to thinking about that and I thought, that would really freak me out. To know, I mean, now Branson's small. Joplin is big. Joplin is what the fifth largest, fourth. It's like it's, fifty to sixty thousand population. Yeah, I mean, I mean, St. Louis is biggest. Kansas City second. Springfield's third. I think Jefferson City is close, but, but yeah, I mean, but still, when you get a huge metropolis, and like it that, went right through the oh, main part of town. I mean, it didn't ju- touch it, the outskirts. It, it did. It went right through the middle of town. Yeah, and if you want to hear more about it, I mean, we uh, Corey and I. We teamed up. Uh, we went and did a series of interviews with people from Joplin that lived through this thing. And it, it's on previous podcasts. If you go to our website, I think it's still up there, isn't it, Corey? Uh, com, and scroll down, you'll see a, a tab that says Remembering Joplin. Click on that. We had there's four podcasts that are incredible. Uh, we got a chance. I mean, I, I personally interviewed my uh, sister-in-law and her friend Jay and her kid, uh, kids, kid, one kid. I don't know uh, about the whole thing. Corey, uh, you had Gary Bandy, which 
Everybody around there knows Gary Bandy. That was fun. That was he a great was podcast. The Probably our that best podcast area. ever. It, I think it really was. It was. Yeah. Uh, Gary Bandy. I mean, you can hear that. We had the, the Hughes brothers, my employer. I've been working for the Hughes brothers for years now. They, in a humanitarian effort, went to help right after the, the, the tornado. And I got a chance to get the Hughes brothers here. I got to interview them. And we also got, uh, what's his name? I can't remember. Oh, I'm going to, I hate that. Steve. Huh? Keith, Keith Stammer. Thank you. Thank you. I'm going to give you, because I could not remember. Keith Stammer, which is the Joplin Emergency It was Man. a great interview. It was, Yeah, it was a awesome interview. It was a phoner. Uh, I need to uh, listen to that one You again. know who you didn't yeah. interview? Who? We just did four. Yeah. What? You didn't interview anyone that was working in those two hospitals. We would no. love to. And I know. We would love to. So many. And I've heard so many stories. And and you have to you have to understand, you know, when you work in a town that has two hospitals and you're a nurse and you work at one or the other, mm-hmm. we kind of have a, an ongoing uh, rivalry, shall we say. You know, it's you're a right. friendly rivalry with the other hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so Freeman and St. John's, you know, there's always been this friendly rivalry. And uh, Freeman calls St. John, they call them the John, you know, just <laughs> jokingly. Just fun thing. But yeah, yeah. that day, those two hospitals... Put everything aside, I and mean, they work together. They came together to treat I, who knows how many patients without medical records, without histories. Uh, nurses showed up from all over the place. Oh my gosh! And yes. they had no way of really checking credentials at the time. They were going off the honor system. If you said you're a nurse, okay, cool. You're a nurse. Help. Yeah. yeah. They, needed they needed so much anything. help. So it was yeah. amazing the stories I've heard of how they came together. I, I would together. love to have somebody on here with it. I, even my sister-in-law has even talked about, she had a friend who was there. Uh, like, I don't know if he's a nurse or whatever, but he lived through it as it was happening mm-hmm. too. So, yeah, I mean. Yeah, no. I've heard so many stories of nurses that were working there in St. John's when it happened <sighs> and how people just in their private vehicles got all their, because emergency vehicles were busy in the streets. Because so, you couldn't get through. There was, right. there, you couldn't even so, drop anywhere. All those patients, there was 160, 70 patients, I don't remember, in St. John's that day that all had to be transferred. And oh, man. people just in their private trucks pulling up and driving people over to Freeman. And like I said, they were showing up without any medical records. They had no idea why they were in the hospital. And they took them on. They all took them on as a team, took care of them. That is humanitarian. That's the way life should be. My heart goes out to those nurses every year. This is a hard day. Uh-huh. Every year, for those nurses that were there, for people that were there, but yeah. the the nurses that worked, some of them, thirty six to forty eight hours straight with no sleep, just That's treating hard. people, and my heart goes out to that. I just well, y'all are awesome. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, and it and, and I, I got to stress these interviews are not, you know, all sad. These interviews are actually uplifting because I mean they're reliving the experience, but. Showing how people came together. They show exactly how people came together, and they've rebuilt. And it's so it's very positive. So don't think you know if you go there and start listening, you're going to cry and it's going to be sad. But it's it's going to it, it's actually very very positive. So anyway, go to there stormdarweather.com. Scroll down. It says remembering Joplin. There are four podcasts. They're about an hour long, I think. Uh, fantastic interviews, and just as a uh, remembrance commemoration or whatever of of that and the Mm -hmm. joplin tornado was an ef5 yeah top of the scale top of the scale most expensive costliest in u.s history man um and i say that to say this friday this past friday two days ago was the 
nine-year anniversary of the last EF5 tornado to hit in the United States. Okay, no, wait, 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 wait. Nine years? Wait a minute. Nine years. So it's been nine years since an EF5. Correct. Interesting. Any idea what that tornado was nine years ago? Well, I can guess. Sharon and I were on a cruise. Oh, it would have been more. I was going to say more. It had to be more. May 20th, 2013 was the last EF5 tornado in the United States, and it's quite the record, actually. Yeah, well, a, that tornado was Moore has had crazy. a couple of records. It's the longest streak of its kind, really, because, I mean, the there was another dry spell of uh, without an EF-5 tornado, and that was an eight-year from May 3rd, 1999 Which to was, May 4th, 2007. May 3rd, 1999 was, was also, also Moore. a Moore tornado. Moore gets stuff. They get slammed. Moore is in the hot spot of the United States. Right yeah. outside it's, of yeah. Oklahoma City. <laughs> Perfectly centered between the Arctic and the Gulf of Mexico, yeah. apparently. And flat land and yeah. hot. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, perfect breeding absolutely. ground. Absolutely. So, uh,. I thought that was interesting. We've had some close calls. In 2021, we had a pretty long track tornado in Kentucky that reached a uh, an EF4 damage with estimated uh, or with maximum estimated winds of up to 190 miles per hour. Okay, now that's big. That is big. <laughs> it was just short of the threshold to be rate, rated an EF5 though. Yeah. And uh, out of all months for that to happen, December December? December. December 10th, 2021. We are getting more tornadoes in the We winter. had a tornado warning that that week, too. Yeah. You were in California. I was at Silver City taking oh, cover. Oh, that was when I was on the plane and, and I couldn't. And Shara was freaking out. And it Shara was, was a weird yeah. weather week for December, for sure. That's All right. over the country. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's Shara right. Was under anesthesia and trying to post and. Keep her children oh, that safe. You just had your, your, yeah, your surgery. Yeah, I just had dental surgery. And... <laughs> oh, God. How many tornadoes do you think since the record keeping of tornadoes have has been in effect since 1950? How many, just off the top of your head, this is um, just general. How many F5? tornadoes do you think reached the EF5? No, Re- reached the EF5. EF5 since 1950. How many tornadoes do you think? I think not as many as one would like it's a, I'm going to say like it's 16. It's a rare thing. 16? Shara? Just, do I have to guess? Do you want to yeah, go higher to, or lower? Well, just, yeah, just uh, anything other than 16. I'm just guessing. I don't know. I'm going to go slightly lower. Which I, is 10? 13. 13, okay. See, I thought you were going to say something else. You said 16. Yeah. I thought you were going to say 60. 60 have been EF5s? 59. 59 59 EF5s? 59 since 1950. Okay, so now wait a minute. That's a combination of F5s and EF5s. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, so anything. I had no idea. I thought that was like a high risk. Yeah. Because you're high risk, you rarely get. You don't wow. see those F5s very often. And right. that, that range, they've had some years with several F5s and some years with zero. Multiple years with zero. Like the past nine That's years. That's a lot. Zero. EF5 is can like... Can I also say, in doing my research and reading about Joplin, and I was just reading about it today, the changes that they made, the... the 
don't know how to say this. The the things that came out of that, the things mm-hmm. we learned from that in our area, because it had been so long. I mean, we right. get tornado warnings all the time. Well, yeah. And and you can even... And usually they're EF zeros. They're little well, ones, Well, I yeah. mean, and even interviewing some of the patients and families that were there that day, just the previous week, they had had a tornado warning. And we have to move all the patients into the hallway and do all these God, things. That's right. And then they all got moved. Like, several times that week that had happened. And one of the guys was there to visit his mom. You know, and he gets in the hallway, he gets up to her floor, and everyone's in the hallway. He's like, oh, we're doing this again, huh? We're in the hallway again. It was just a common thing that week. There'd been so many warnings, but nothing came of any of them. So... Oh my it's Lord. like the boy who cried wolf to them. Oh, to, right, you know, right. When to you them, see so sure. many warnings in a week, you're like, whatever, another warning. Here we go. <clears throat> but we learned so much from that experience. Hospitals across the country, anyone that's in Tornado Alley, especially, yeah. got so much knowledge out of that. It, you know, like looking at what happened, how did they get the patients out, what things did we need to change. Just procedures, the whole things, procedures, yeah. Like we didn't realize we moved the patients into the hallway, sure, but when it was time to evacuate, those patients had no shoes on. Oh, And they can't details. walk. Like people who were ambulatory were, you know, yeah, had, you know, moved easily, just walked them out, but they had no shoes on. They were having to try to find shoes and heavy-duty socks to get these people out because right. they were having to walk through glass. They can't do that. All kinds you, of debris. They so, say like big boots you're supposed to have. So on. that was something we learned and we took ah. from that of if you have to evacuate your patients to the hallway, their shoes must go with them. Everyone That's must have shoes. So I mean I little things that you that. don't think about. Right. But so many. I mean so many things. It's stuff like that. That we learned of exactly. how you can evacuate the patients and how there needs to be a common gathering place because the phones weren't working. Right. Um, right. we now have uh, headlamps in yeah. our emergency evacuation kit. Oh, in case lights go out? Because people yeah. were using their phone lights, but they were trying to hold on to patients and hold on to stuff and hold their phone lights. Ah. So now they have headlamps for the nurses to wear so they can have lighting, but still be having all their hands free. That's brilliant. <laughs> and then the, I mean, that's brilliant. the building codes in the area changed drastically of, you know, they looked at what held up well, and what right. didn't. Well, no, the building code thing, that's been going on for quite a while. And then, I mean, having public places for people to go for mm-hmm. storm, you know, storm shelters, there wasn't really any. So here's a question for okay. you. Okay, what's the question? Since 1950, out of all 50 states, how many of those states have had an EF5 tornado? Okay, um... Just give me a number. Okay, so there's 59. You said, okay, wait, I know there's 59. 59 out tornadoes. Out of all 50 states, how many, how many of states? Out of all the 50 American states, how many states have received an EF5 tornado? Nine. I'm going to say nine. Sure. I know I'm counting. Two. I was counting two. I'm going to go with eight. <coughs> You'd be wrong. Okay. 19 states have had an EF5 tornado. What? So I keep thinking Kansas, Missouri, Yeah, Oklahoma, I went down yeah, the middle. Yeah, yeah, I, I went you. Indiana, Arkansas, as Missouri. As far east as Ohio. Oh, I didn't count Tennessee. And Kentucky. as far oh, right, right, right. north as North Dakota. <laughs> okay, now I would have never thought North there Dakota. There are two states that are tied with the most EF5 tornadoes 
in history. Oklahoma and What can Texas? you tell me? Tell me those two states. Okay. The most EFI. Well, Oklahoma. Oklahoma, Oklahoma is one of them. Yeah, I was going to say there that's There is kind of one obvious. more state that is tied with Oklahoma with seven mm. F5 tornadoes. The only... I think Rando's going to get this. I think Rando's going to get this. <laughs> you have too much faith. No pressure. No, 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 no. no. I was gonna Don't say, overthink it. I was going to say Kansas. Oh, no. No. Uh, because Kansas Texas is in there, too. What? I said Texas, and then I changed to Kansas. Oh, Texas? Oh, Arkansas? I didn't think of Texas. Texas? Tennessee? Is that a state? What? The answer is Alabama. Oh. I, I would have never guessed Alabama. Really? I no. temporarily thought of it. No. I thought, ah, they haven't had that many. No, Alabama? They lead the way no. with, five, with seven uh, F5 tornadoes. Followed. That's insane. And there's three states that are right behind them with six, and that is Iowa. Mm-hmm. Texas. Texas, there you go. And Kansas. And okay, there's so my you Kansas. You far off. I said Texas and Kansas. Well, I knew it wasn't Missouri. Missouri's only had no, one or two. No, no, we have The had. most EF5 tornadoes in a single year occurred in 1974 when the April 3rd tornado super outbreak spawned uh, seven in 24 hours. Seven EF5 tornadoes. Insane. That was in 1974. Do you know the year that the second most EF5 tornadoes came? There I want to say 98. There was one in Alabama. Two weeks later, there was one in Joplin. 2011 had six EF5 tornadoes. Alabama, Mississippi, Joplin, and wow. El Reno, Oklahoma. Remember El Reno, Oklahoma? Well, killed those I think storm El Reno chasers. and Moore is like, kind of like, that's the... It killed those storm chasers. We were watching right. on TV. That was the time we were trying to help my sister get to safety. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. is, for sure. She was trying to evacuate, but the, the highways were bumper to bumper with people trying to evacuate because a meteorologist or someone had just said the week before the only way to survive an F5 is to be underground. Yes. So okay, I remember you saying that. when they were predicting an F5, anyone who didn't have a way to get underground just tried and to I, evacuate. And that's iffy because if you're underground, those EF5s can suck you right out. They can. Now, the the upper end tornado shelters, the safe rooms, they're pretty strong now. They they I think they can they that can That was one of the one. things they learned in the rebuilding of the new Joplin Hospital. Um, yes, because the, my sister-in-law could. Yes, oh yeah, she was because the hospital monumental. itself held yeah. up. The steel beams, the yeah. hospital, the building was still there. Now it moved several feet off of its foundation. But yes, I remember that. It was that. still there, but what they didn't really, you know, all of the windows blew out. Every one of those, so that still sent deadly debris flying through the air, and people being sucked out of windows is a real possibility. So. They had to rethink all that when Insane. they built the new one. Insane. Oh, yes. But let me ask you. Okay. Are we going to go 10 years without an EF5? Or are we going to go I 15? So. <sighs> that would be you a stretch. Know, well, what I want is probably not what's going to actually realize. Right. So I mean, we're due for one. For sure. I mean, I'd love been to never see. Years since I'd chocolate. love to never this see has an been another a record. EF5 in my life. The nine years is a record of without an EF5. Yeah, well, I mean, this year's been quite active. I got to say, it has. It has been very for sure. We had one in Michigan two days ago, killed two people. Michigan, Michigan. yeah, and we're happening in weird places. Well, we somewhere up north, like Minnesota, North Dakota, somewhere like that was under storm warnings the other day. Well, everywhere, like like we said in in the A block, it's like there's severe thunderstorm watches from Maine. Maine, it's like 
other than Alaska, no one it's like is free from them now. No, they're everywhere. No, and we've said before, you know, tornadoes are not exempt from any place. Maybe Utkiagvik, maybe. <laughs> I just wanted to say that. Know. Yeah. Every podcast, I'm going to try to say my favorite place. <sighs> Utkiagvik. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> favorite place he's never been to. Yeah, I I, I want to go, go there. We should go do a podcast there from someday. someday. I do, and I, I would like to be there for like an hour We'd and then be come like home, shivering. Well, the whole time. There's yeah. not enough clothing in the world for me to put on <laughs> to go to Utkviadvik. I heard they don't. Oh, have, you said it right! Yay! <laughs> I heard they don't have spring peepers there. I bet not. They would freeze to. They death. don't have spring nothing. They there. would be little yeah. frozen statues to the trees. <laughs> they don't have summer, fall, or spring. Oh, there you go. Wow. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> oh my God. Is, is that all you had on that? That's very interesting, yeah. Corey. I love that. So uh, I want to get to. Uh, there has been a massive heat wave in India. Uh, I wanted to talk, talk about this. Now, this is very, I'm very I'm sorry. Unusual. Isn't India always hot? Well, <laughs> wait till you hear what's going on in okay. India. This I'm like, is I thought severe, that was hot as a desert. Uh, the city of uh, Jacobabad in Sindh, uh, S-I-N-D-H, I think that's how you say it. Um, they hit 124 degrees last week. They don't do that every year? No. That's warm. No, but but they're averaging I mean, it's a desert. They're, they're averaging 113 degrees every day through May. Now, in India, is this a dry heat? Uh, I'm not sure. Um, it, they could said, be, it could feel the same as one of our 90-degree humidity days. Well, I don't know. They, people are dying all over the place in India. This is very uh, this is unprecedented. Um, March, they say March was Pakistan's driest month, while April was the hottest since weather data began. Uh, New Delhi hit a record of 120.5 degrees. And uh, in India, this is the fifth heat wave they've had since March. So this is heat waves are coming and coming and coming. It's just yeah, they huh. they are there's there's bad stuff going on there. Really, really bad stuff. The people are having trouble getting water. People are dying. Uh, heat. The global warming is happening, guys. It is for sure. Yeah. So. Speaking of deserts, are, are, are you We're moving on? To are the you moving to me? I am doing what they call a toss. Oh, I thought it was a <laughs> or, segue or a handoff. Yeah, well, since you said the word desert, that yeah. just makes me think of the Saharan desert. Well, what? Well, as it turns <laughs> out, there's a big dust cloud of Saharan dust that well. I sent it to you earlier. It was headed to the United States. Well, it has now hit the United States. It's hit uh, West Virginia. It's hit Florida. It's all impacting it this weekend. Florida is dealing with Saharan dust right now, and heat indexes up into the 110 in some parts of the state. It's a mess over there in Florida. But uh, the Saharan dust is flying up around Florida and up into the Gulf of Mexico. It's affecting the United States, and... Uh, it happens every year. It makes for some colorful say, sunsets. I was going to ask you, this is not the first time this has happened. No, it happens a lot. It really does, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, at least, now, we, we started notice. I mean, it, we got it, a news seems, like two or three It seems to ago. me it's early this year, though. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. because usually, for the past couple years at least, we always had a few tropical systems before 
the Saharan Desert. Oh, because that's right. We would have a few tropical systems, and then we'd have a break from the tropical tropical systems because the Saharan dust kills all then those it tropical squash, systems. Yeah, because it would come in like July or something, So we'd have right? a little break, and then the Saharan dust would lay off, and then we get more tropical systems. But it's so early this year. But it does come hmm. in waves. I mean, this could be the, 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 the early wave or the lighter wave. It's not, it's it's not, not a constant. huge plume. Yeah. yeah. That would probably come later, July. You know that would make sense, yeah. you know, because they. I mean, we need to start talking about the uh, hurricane. Did we talk about that last time? I don't think we did. We got really into like you know the 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 you know the, the hurricane specialists in Colorado. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> you know the other one in Florida or whatever talking about that. They have just, the avalanche specialist in Florida. The, the, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Avalanche. <laughs> <laughs> and hurricanes are in Colorado. Yeah. I don't know. Absolutely it's no sense to me. Uh, anyway. No, they do. I'm serious. I tuned out for a minute, and I came back to talking about avalanches in Florida no. and hurricanes in Colorado. Yeah. But Colorado State University is one of the top colleges in tropical system. Uh, yeah, yeah hur- it's hurricane cra- research. It's, which is weird because they're in Colorado. They're in Colorado. Exactly. I, I don't get it. So I think Corey and I just kind of joked that the avalanche is yeah. in Florida. Yeah, we did. I don't think there's really an avalanche. No. There could be. Well, I don't know. You never know. <laughs> We probably need to research that before we start talking. <laughs> anyway, we're going to watch that because the Saharan dust will make an impact on the tropical season. I mean, yeah, it, it, it's way. We got to say it's way up there in the atmosphere. If not for the uh, Saharan dust, the past two hurricane seasons, which were already record-setting, would have been even greater than they were. I think so too. Yeah, because it, we're just getting into hurricane season. Uh, Next week, ooh, we're going to do that. But, yeah, if the Saharan dust is here, then it may not do that much. Uh, we never know. So, we'll see. Okay, and the last thing I had was I did see this on KY3, but I tried to search it on KY3, and their search engine is just nuts. I couldn't find anything. So I went to various sources. Um, the World Meteorological Association, or WMO, uh, said the world's oceans – grew to their warmest and most acidic levels on record last year. Why uh, the Absolutely. ocean, huh? Absolutely. I it's weird. Yeah. I said the ocean is also now it's most acidic in at least 26,000 years as it absorbs and reacts with more carbon dioxide in the atmosphere, which is the cause of climate change. Yes. We're going to be setting numerous records, not, I mean, over a broad area of, of, of things every year because we're seeing new things arise from climate change. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, it, it's happening. And, and the last thing of note, sea level, the sea level has risen 1.8 inches in the past decade. Now, that doesn't seem like much. But we're just starting. But it is a lot. It doesn't sound like a lot. It doesn't sound like a lot, but it just is. Just when the, uh, the, 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 the median temperature rises 1.2 degrees Celsius. Yeah, it doesn't it seem like anything. the global everything. Yeah, it's everything. It's the Arctic. It's the Antarctic. It's the equator. Everything is warming. When we talk about global temperatures or global warming, 
it's not one specific area. It's not one system moving through your part of the country. It is the global climate is what we're talking about. Did we talk about the Climate Prediction Center? We had that as the weather school, didn't we? What do they What do they say? Uh, I'll, I'll text them when we get <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I would. <laughs> yeah, so it, it's going to happen. The ocean is... I'm, I'm not sure the acidic... I mean, the, I saw some things where they, you know... Uh, uh, like pH is from 0 to 14, and 7 is in the middle. And I saw one article that said it was below 7, which makes it acidic, but they didn't really go into detail, so I didn't actually add that to any of my notes. Uh, anyway, you can look at it. It's all over... Uh, just Google it. It's all over everywhere. I mean, the, the Saharan dust, the massive heat wave in India, the ocean status, and, of course, Remembering Joplin is on our website, stormdarkweather.com. Scroll down to Remembering Joplin. Hey, have you heard about this fire in New Mexico? I have not. It's a huge fire, a record-setting fire. It's called the Hermit's Peak Calf Canyon Fire. It has burned over 300,000 acres and destroyed up to 1,500 properties, displaced tens of thousands of people, and it is still under control. This is a record-breaking fire. I have not heard this. Wow. Unfortunately, it started as a prescribed burn by the U.S. Forestry Service. It went out of control, and uh, now the Forest Service chief... uh, has uh, issued a a 90-day review of all policies before any more control burns can happen. So what this means is uh, all control burns by the U.S. Forestry Service have been halted until further notice. Oh, so across the entire country? Across the entire country. Oh, okay. We have U.S. Forestry Service burns in the Ozarks Oh, we got control burns here. the time. Yeah, yeah. And usually, remember, it gives us a big haze and smoke all through the area. Yep. Those aren't going to happen for a while, at least through the summer, while they review their practices and see what happened exactly that caused that huge fire in New Mexico. Many has many, many people concerned. And there's a lot of prescribed burns in this area. Well, they need to. They prescribe burns in order. You you prescribe a burn to burn off older older brush to reduce wildfire. You can do that. Yeah, yeah. That I mean, there's a reason for prescribed burns. Right. They do it on purpose, and it helps. But this fire got caught in a in, in a wind driven. It was a massive windstorm, and it just spread like like wildfire. They and, just didn't look at storm dark weather, did they? <laughs> well, due to that, we have no more prescribed burns by the U.S. Forestry Service For until further notice. Wow. Yeah, I mean, usually the prescribed burns are okay. Right. I mean, they know what they're doing. They take in the weather. I mean, I don't know how this one got out of hand, but apparently it was a biggie. So that's that makes sense that they're trying to do but that. But when they do it, you know, around the Mark Twain or down in Arkansas, it really hazes up the act. We've had it some does. good pictures of, of, of prescribed burns, and people are, like, messaging us, what's going on? What's going on? And speaking of pictures, kudos to you, Corey. My God. God, I saw the couple of pictures you posted on Stormdar. Oh, yeah. That's from your drone, right? Yeah, it was up there. Wow, we got some like 
the Cumulonimbi, and you got sunset, and you it got lightning. It was a lightning. beautiful storm that night. Wow. We had the lightning. We had the sunset. Yes. It was just perfect. Yeah. So so go to our site, Stormed yeah. Weather on Facebook, yeah. and search through our photos. There's Corey's got some really cool photos oh, yeah. on there. If you want to search the hashtag, you don't even have to search our site. Oh, go to Storm or go to Facebook and uh, in the search bar, do a hashtag that says Branson Sunset, and you're gonna see every Branson Sunset I've ever posted. Oh, Branson Sunset. Yeah, that's why I hashtag every sunset I put I put on there. Branson Sunset, so you can search that and you can see them all right there. It's and really if cool. you're a musician, it's Sharp. Branson Sunset. Sure. Or Pound if you're older. Or, or Pound if you're a phone person. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay. Well, I think that wraps that up. So it's time to get to the next segment. <coughs> get ready to get educated in Shara's fun. Facts are this week in weather history, whichever one she has prepared for today. And I'm not sure which one she has prepared for today. So, Shara. What do you have? Do you have fun facts or what? I guess I have neither. Oh, okay. Well, I have one thing. Okay, so let's get to the next segment. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I yeah, I, I struggled right. because okay. Uh, in this date in history, Joplin just stuck out, and I, right. I really didn't want to do any others compared to that. And you knew we we're going to cover it today, yeah. And I couldn't find anything happy really to go along with yeah, it. So, right, yeah. um, this is probably something everybody's read, but I'm going to read it. Okay. The meteorologist to-do list. Oh, that's good. Yes. <clears throat> I forget how many there are. Make sure to move all the rain to the weekend. Number one. Number two, see what time everyone's favorite show is on and schedule a tornado warning to interrupt said show. So, you know, because we all have been there. Three, look for days I have off or I will be on a family vacation and make up some severe weather so I can work 15-hour days with no sleep. Mm. Been there, done that. Uh, do a conference call with the bread and milk manufacturers to plan next year's snowstorms. Uh, they make a lot of money. Make sure to cash the government check for chemtrail cover-up. Yikes. What do you guys call it? It's not a chemtrail. It's a, a what? Well, that's what they're called. I know, but... They're not really... That's a cover. It's a big trailer. cover. Uh, and the government pays us greatly for that. No, just really. <clears throat> Email Al Gore and brainstorm on making up climate change stuff. Whatever. Check NASCAR schedule and move rain to those dates. It rains a lot during... I mean, they can't have rain outs. They just postpone their race. Um, wait until everyone thinks spring is here. Then move a winter cold front in, then move a spring front, and then a cold front, and then a spring front. And yeah. We had so many uh, complaints every time we broke into programming on NBC. Oh, I remember. People people get even upset. From, even from elected officials, like prominent state senators would call us and say, why are, are you broke into programming my favorite shows on. I remember, like, back in the day, <laughs> back when care. I was a kid. I think kid, we even talked about that a little bit on the Gary Bandy podcast. I remember <laughs> back in the day, like, you know, the season finale of ER being on, and suddenly the weather breaks in, and you're like, what? No! Okay, in Oklahoma, you. we don't care if we're about to well, die. Well, now you have streaming I want to know what's and, happening. And you can stream that. <laughs> yes. back right, in the day. We don't right. have that issue back <laughs> in the what day. What my channel did was, if we interrupted 
that program, we would play it at a later date, but it was like at 2.35 in the morning. Oh, so nobody's going to watch it. You had to record it. <laughs> oh, by the way, today's episode of Empty Nest. Can I tell you what the worst was? It's going to be at 2.35 a.m. now. Yeah, what? Okay, what? so not only are you, are you sitting there watching it and you get her interrupted, but like we would go to church and we would set our VCR to record our favorite show and get all set. We'd come home, get <laughs> dinner and drinks and sit down and be ready to watch our favorite show. And the weather breaks into it. Been there. Been what? there. I mean, we would get so mad because this, this is, is like old. Later. The storm happened hours ago and I can't watch my show. That's that's a real... They no, have streaming services now. Now, there, thank God there. for streaming because we don't have to miss anything. You can watch it whenever. Yeah. But whew, it was a big deal back then. And, and I remember going to work with Corey when he was in the director's booth. And I remember the phone ringing off the hook when they're breaking in. And I remember... People get mad. I remember being commissioned to answer the phone one time because they were so busy breaking in with oh, severe no. weather. The oh, producer no, 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 and the director no. <laughs> are both trying to break in and they're like, can you just answer that? And I'm doing the best I can to be like, um, well, there is actually a dangerous situation out. You should yeah, probably you pay attention to what they're saying. <laughs> oh, your show can come on later. Yes. You may die. So you want, you know, your show is whatever. So. You know, it's... Which is more important, how the show ends or your life? Yeah. Apparently this, this show. This is, this is the age-old problem with weather forecasting. Yeah. Is a weather forecaster forecasts weather for a wide area. Yeah. Like, say... Doesn't happen to hit one say particular Say the National area. Weather Service That's the area. problem, yeah. It's not affecting everybody at once, so but it's mad. affecting somebody, so they break into programming. Mm-hmm. But if it's not affecting that one person, they don't care. They want to watch their programming. Yeah, because if they're in not Mount Vernon, not affecting me. Turn my show back on. But if they're in Mount Vernon, and then there's a tornado in Ava, we don't care. We don't care. We don't Mount care Vernon, they're all about to be that. blown away. Yeah. We want to watch our show. No, I, I totally get that. I totally get that. Yes. Okay. Um, pre-order summer heat wave. I think which is what you guys did last week. Yeah, we're, we're and doing that. Be sure to ask for extra, extra insane humidity with it. Okay, that's next well, week. That's just a given in this area. We've, we've had that all, all to bring yeah. back winter weather two weeks. weeks later. Right, exactly. This is literally what they did last have week. Have you guys seen Colorado Springs in that area? Oh, they they have like crazy amount of snow, snow oh right my now. Gosh. This is May. Okay, anyway. Um, figure out way. this is the last one, figure out ways to not predict the future correctly and still keep your job. Um, <laughs> well, that's, that's a weather that a lot. I know. But you know what? It, weather's going to be a bust. Every now and then it's going to be a bust. It's weather and it's, it's a weather. prediction. It's not, right. here's the fact, here's what's going to happen. Here's you what know, it looks like might happen. Be prepared in case this happens, but it might not. Yeah. See, I see. I feel that, I mean, I can't speak for Corey, but for me, I'm between the National Weather Service has, has all this professional equipment and all their knowledge and all their computers and all their models. And on this side is a weather rock. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like in the middle, I kind of use my gut instinct and I'm afraid to go every now and then I'll go online on a post and say, I don't think this is going to happen. 
I, I think I did that the other day. It's like 70% chance of shower. As soon as like, I would I say that, though, gone. then it would definitely happen. Well, but I have to be pretty confident if I'm going to say something on Facebook. Corey has told me a few times when, you know, things are being called for and he'll be like, I'm not yeah, seeing it. Yeah. And most of the time, it's not. It's not a thing. Right. Yeah. But I mean, but, you know, we're not the professionals. And there's been a lot of times also, and especially these warm fronts. I know Corey can back me up on this. These warm fronts. They they lift up and I'm like it's nothing's going to happen. They're calling for eighty percent chance of thunderstorms. It's like what are they going to do? And we wait, we wait, and nothing happens. And all of a sudden, boom, boom! <laughs> like okay, they know what they're talking. Unlike about. the tornado watch we had this week. Oh God, don't get me started. <laughs> I I'm sorry. That was the most pointless thing I have ever seen in my life. Rando Crazy. Raina was in, and I were having a conversation. I was in the cave. Yeah, that time. I was in the like, cave. I come out. We have a tornado watch. I'm like, what the heck? We he's have like, a hold on. I'm going to have to look at this. Somehow we're under a tornado watch. And he, he's like, I don't get it. I it's don't like, know what's going there's on. A, and, I, and that's one of those times when I said, we're kind of scratching our head why we're under this tornado watch. Well, that was watch. that day, that, tornado, that, that, that rotation we thought we were. Yes. Yeah. We, yes. Yeah. But But that was not here. It was north. But they extended that tornado watch way down south to the Arkansas border. I I know. And it wasn't even a Christian. We're talking like Highway 60 and north. It was like, why are we under this tornado? And uh, what is an hour or two later? It's like, okay, we'll cancel it. (laughs) It's like, really, guys? Come on. Come on. It's not going to turn south. They're being cautious. Yeah. Well, you know. And again. Better safe than sorry. We're not the professionals. They are and whatever. So, okay. I will leave that alone. All right. Uh, that, is that, that all was it. That's that was all it. I Ooh, had for today. Then I think it's time for the next segment. It's the weather word of the week. It's time for the Stormdar Weather Weather Word of the Weekend. Uh, of course, tossing it to Shara. She's just now looking at it. It's pretty easy. So, But I thought it was really interesting. I know the definition. You're not going to know anything. <laughs> I know that because I barely knew what the definition was. So, Shara, what is this week's Stormdar Weather Weather Word of the Week? I'm not sure how I want to say this. Kind of like it looks like. it's. Well, I, I mean, emigram or... Immigram. Immigram, yeah. Okay. okay. Well, Immigram was my first instinct. Yeah, and I thought, it's kind of like what, what you think. <laughs> All right, so, Shara, what is an immigram? An immigram is one of four thermodynamic diagrams used to display temperature lapse rate and moisture content profiles in the atmosphere. So, you know what that is, right? I have no idea what I just read. <laughs> As I do every week, I'm like, I just read a paragraph, and I don't know what it said. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> yeah, welcome to weather, by the way. Yeah, I mean, okay, when you look at a skew T graph, I know I'm going to go way over your head. I'm sorry, what's that? Yeah, I know. It, it's a plot of when you send up a radio son or a weather balloon, and it goes up in the atmosphere and takes all these readings. It's kind of, yeah, <laughs> Corey and I are both, <laughs> we're gesticulating what we're talking about. It goes up and takes all these readings. Then the, all that data gets put into a, a, a graphic form, and you have an emigram. Uh, I'm not going to say the next one because that's next week's uh, weather word of the week, but it's a skew T graph, and it shows uh, where uh, the wind patterns, the temperature, the humidity, uh, and it calculates all that. You can see if there's energy, cape, or all this kind of stuff. So um, it's just a weather weenie word. 
Emma Graham. So there you go. Recommended for all women over 40. Emma Graham, yes. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> no, I should do this one. <laughs> that would be a mammogram. Yes. Yeah. Well, I don't think that's a weather word of the week, though. No. Right? Oh, gosh. Okay. Well, I think we spared from completely going off the rails. So that's really good to have a, a podcast that doesn't go off the rails. Uh, so to wrap up the later this week, we've got a couple of, what is it, Corey? We're going to have nice tomorrow and then rain coming in again. You know, I'm not, I'm not calling tomorrow nice. No, really? It's, it's going to cool. be cold. It's cool. Well, it is cool. It's below average. Here's, here's what a nice day is. It's one of my to to tornadoes. Tomatoes. Tornadoes? I almost said tornadoes. You're growing tornadoes on the back porch? When my tomatoes grow, my tomatoes like 75 to 85 degree yeah. weather, and they're not getting that right now. No. Well, that's their average. They like have to baby sun. Them and cover them in blankets. They like s several days of sun in a row. They're not going to get that for a while. No. So, you know, they're growing. They're nice. They're plump, but they're not getting what they want. Yeah, they need that. Well, we need, I, I, I'm, we, we need a break. We need like a week or, or ten days or something well, of and, just and, no and, rain. And we were, I, I was talking about a guy uh, to a guy today at Civilar City, who goes into the cave a lot with, with me, and he said, you know, in August we're gonna want this. I wish we could somehow. I'm afraid. <coughs> capture all this rain and spread it out throughout the summer. I'm afraid. No, honest, honestly, Corey, I was thinking of that exact yeah. same thing. We're in this pattern. This pattern is going to shift because that's what weather right. does. And once it shifts, we're going to start getting drier and drier. And honestly, and drier. we've been very lucky compared to the states Some to our parts. just to our west, even oh. Kansas and Oklahoma. I mean, just oh. to our west, wow. in major drought conditions from Upper Missouri, from even. sixty miles from here all the way to California. Oh, wow. The mega drought, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we are lucky. We are lucky here. Yeah. I would rather have, honestly, too much rain. The and farmers here are in great shape. Yeah. Just an hour to two to our west, they are not so lucky. So, you know. And those poor people. I'm going to be at camp with Garen in a couple of weeks. Okay. And I'm thinking it's going to be, like, disgustingly hot and humid. Where? It's usually how it uh, is. Lake though. of the Ozarks. Oh, in Missouri. Okay. Yeah. Couple um, of weeks. Well, we'll be in June. It'll be yeah that first week of June. But who knows? I mean, right now it's well, yeah, sixty-five who knows degrees. It's Missouri. But I'm just thinking it's going to be like disgustingly hot, and I'll be like praying for a rainy day to break that heat. Yeah. No, I'm I'm totally in agreement with you, Corey. <laughs> I I just don't know when it's going to happen. <laughs> I don't want a hundred degree days. I mean, well, we've been close already. We got to ninety-four. We were very close a couple May. times. Yeah. Well, last year we never really got stupid hot. We got hot. I mean, summer hot. I call it 90s summer hot. I call 100s stupid hot. We don't need that. We didn't hit 100 last year, did we? I don't think we hit I don't 100. I don't think we got No, no. Any. I think our weather station was 99.9. <laughs> I think you're right. Hey, I remember that. Well, yeah. <laughs> this year we've hit already 94.6. Yeah, but that was rare. I mean, we. Rare. I did some stuff with the the extreme cold and you know the frozen spaghetti, the frozen. Pizza. Oh right, 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 yeah. I gotta think of some stuff to do with heat. Ooh, 
Well, there you go. Give you something to do. We got a little paycheck this week. Oh, we did. Oh, did you really? Yeah. Nice. My frozen spaghetti caught me some money. That's because yeah. it was really cool. Somebody, somebody <laughs> bought it. Yes. Okay, I'm going to give you a little bit of this. A little bit of love. There is a little bit of love on that. Okay, that's enough. So, <laughs> for some reason, they paid us in euro money. Yeah, they did. Drachma. <laughs> <laughs> I had to look it up to see how much it was worth. You know, like 50,000 drachma, which is like 45 cents. I was like, what is euro compared to US dollar? <laughs> yeah, yeah I know close. it was that. It was pretty close. It was like a dollar. Yeah. Anyway, the, the schools are out. Uh, kids are out. People are wanting to get out. Unfortunately, this week is not the week to do it. I mean, tomorrow, get out it's tomorrow not if you can. Be terrible. No, it's not going to be terrible. I mean, we're going to have rain on and if off. If you don't like heat, it's perfect. <laughs> yeah, but I think the Memorial Day, the early, the, the pre Memorial Day weekend is going to be fine. It's going to warm up by this weekend. I was going to say, we're going to get like 80s. Probably warmer than normal. Well, yeah. I mean, uh, what, what, what did I say uh, earlier? Like the 20, three days from now, it's going to be like average of 80. So it's about 80. That's perfect. Degrees. I'm good with it. I, if I want to play disc golf, 70 is good. If I'm going outside, 70? I want it to be 80. Oh yeah, because I'm out there. Because Sunday I'm, we're going to be 88. I don't have a I don't have a forecast for Monday yet for uh, Memorial Day. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we'll get that. So we, watch we our can site. Be up there. Watch our site on Facebook. It dries out. That's for sure. After Wednesday, we're dry. I hope sunny. so. I hope so. so uh, we need that. Yeah. All right. Okay, so Corey, you done? Uh, I think I am. Sure. Are you done? I'm good. Okay, well, it's time, I think, to wrap this thing up then. So be sure to look for us on Facebook at Stormdar Weather. Like and follow our page, and be sure to like or comment on our posts to have them show up in your news feed. You can always contact us through our Facebook page or send us an email to stormdarweather at gmail.com. Also, check out our website at stormdarweather.com and check out Remembering Joplin. Okay, that does it for this time, so join us next week for the next edition of the Stormdar Weather Podcast. Bye.